It's not the typical comedy scene where it's like, turn the radio on, turn it off, back on again. They go back and forth with the radio for a solid 74 minutes. And like you can see the actors are afraid and trapped in a loop. Be like, I feel like one of us had a line or something. Yeah, right. In, in the- is this a Meisner exercise? <laughs> I've heard of- yeah, there's no escalation there or anything. Yeah, it's just on and off. And I think I think the writer's like, it's going to get funny eventually. You guys Trust me. Wait. Rule of just 45s, guys. <laughs> awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because I'm not personable enough to sell drugs. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting <laughs> 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back, sir. Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know what's a tricky word? What's that? Double. Um, <laughs> you know, two, it means like what two of something. What the it's, hell are you talking about? Could you explain that Everybody to just, me several more times? <laughs> Everybody just keep that in mind so you don't get confused later on in the movie. Double, it's like it's like a word for two-ishness. It's like single, but twice. No, right, yep. right. Yeah, exactly. And, in that. <laughs> and sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm amazing, Noah. How was how was last week's movie? Was that Fuck fun? Fuck you <laughs> your face. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. Great. Uh, Fuck your face. Good times. Little little behind the scenes. So the way that I pick the movies, everybody, is I'll I'll watch like five, ten minutes just to make sure it's thing. I watched five minutes of Gosnell and I literally wrote in my notes when I go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, really? I were yep. all very surprised that that's how that came about. Eli, I didn't say repeatedly during last week's record that that's exactly how the fuck that came about. All Don't right. Put your feet in a fucking jar. All <laughs> it's going to be so funny. You're going to you're going to be like, "Well, that's actually you got I must admit that's this is a you good man. That's it's a good piece of prank war. Yes, I'll, it. But I'll reverse it on you. I'll start talking super black while you're doing it. Don't, Don't now you're no, wrecking it. You're making me feel Stop. Don't invite Dean Kane. Don't Okay. Come on. I mean, invite Dean Kane. All right. No, hey, he let's move himself? on from Dean Kane. I still have issues. I'm finally getting to like a sleep in all the way through a night. Let's not revisit that movie. And instead, let's talk about this one. So, okay. A lot of people have asked us since this one was announced at the end of last week's show. In what way is this movie religious? And the answer is. Uh, it is. No, it's not. It's very religious. Not very. at all. So. In we'll December, <laughs> uh, for like a Christmas present, we gave away one of our Patreon-only secular bonus episodes to, uh, to everybody on the regular feed. And ever the since core. then, yeah, right, right, that was it. And ever since then, a lot of people have said, hey, could you do like that again? We really enjoyed that. And we're like, well, that's kind of not what the show's about. But then Eli made us watch that shit last week. And we thought, <laughs> you know, it'd be a good time to do a movie that had, just was not like that was now. So without further ado, tell us, Heath. What will we be breaking down today? We watched Over the Top. It's the best Stallone arm wrestling. It's a 90-minute Budweiser commercial <laughs> about a convention in Las Vegas for people with chronic oversweating disorder. Um, <laughs> they also have an arm wrestling tournament. Uh, it's pretty great. It's blood, sweat, and beers. Oh, it's nice. Great. Oh, well done, sir. Excellent. All right, so Eli... How bad was this movie? Well, if you've been waiting for the trucking arm wrestling crossover film <laughs> about your hobby, but none of them had a 
love story between a man and his son, you <laughs> will love this movie. It's Nambla Little Night Music. <laughs> I feel like you were going for a pun there. Nambla uh, Little Night Music. I'm sorry. I'm a Kleiner knocked out something <laughs> tournament. I don't know. Hundred. I didn't work the kid fucking. Name. So okay, so <laughs> salami. Here's the big question, though. <laughs> I thought the answer would be obvious uh, after I watched it, but I don't think it is. Was this better or worse than the average Christian movie? Yes, this movie, but it's it's not good. <laughs> no, no, correct. You guys are both right so far. Yeah. It is also. Wonderful at all times. Okay, you were really nailing it up until just now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's (laughs) never a moment when you're watching this movie that you're not the happiest you've ever been. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, You're wrong about that in every possible way. I would have been way happier if David A.R. White was part of the arm wrestling tournament. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So other Uh, than him, it was better. So, yeah. I'm going to withhold judgment for the time being. All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to say best worst IMDb trivia. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you a few quick highlights. First of all, this movie's opening weekend made less money than Mannequin. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> also, Stallone got nominated for a Razzie, but narrowly lost to Bill Cosby for... Leonard Part Six. Bill Cosby mm-hmm. won that one. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? I'm going to be honest. He deserved that win. He, really <laughs> he <was> robbed. <laughs> this was his chaplain. <laughs> All right. And uh, last one. This one's my favorite. David Engelbach is one of the guys who wrote the original story that got turned into this screenplay. And he was very disappointed with the movie. According to IMDb, quote, he recalled having tears in his eyes when he saw the film he remarked that his original draft wasn't nearly as dumb as the final film and that it was more about truck driving and arm wrestling than it should have been. End quote. And I'm so curious, like, what the fuck else the original story was right? about? Yeah, I, like, there yes. was a chicken with new karate and the other <laughs> one. Yeah, what, are you, what else would it be? We more, can get the author of Over the Top. That's not, <laughs> it's not hard. I think there's an app. To look him, I'm pretty sure he's just in the phone book. We could just yeah, call. Probably just the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to his next of kin. Supposed maybe. to be about the disintegration of De Tocqueville's America. I don't know what happened to my script. <laughs> All right. See, I was going to go with, and he's already alluded to it. Best worst antiperspirant. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> there is no moment in this scene in which every single person is not drenched, like swimming through sweat. It's. Everyone is slathered. Yeah. And it's shiny. It's, it's aggressive. Shiny. Cars are being lifted by the rising tides of sweat behind them in every scene. Yeah, it's gross. What do you think they were doing to accomplish that? Just like playing squash before every take for three hours? <laughs> Just like running around? I, I want to see that part of the I the, think the cocaine. Production. I think it was I was going to say, okay. yeah, the answer to that is the thing they were doing was cocaine. <laughs> That'll shine you right up. I'm going to go with best worst love story. So I have a theory that this movie was originally written about a man who like 
finds his ex-wife's sister or something and falls in love with her. I think there was a romance in this movie at some point, and then due to a slapdash correction at the last moment, they made this a love story about a man and his son, because this movie follows every single romantic comedy beat, yep. except for the part where it's about a father and son. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, well, I'll tell you what. The good news is that the movie really has no plot, so we can afford to take a break. But once we come back, we're going to dive into all the mundane inaction of Over the Top. Boys, boys, get in here. Uh, yeah, Mr. Gulag? I got some bad news for you. Our lead actress just quit the movie right before we could film all of her scenes. Oh, uh, you mean the love interest? Exactly. Oh, well, like. That's like what the whole movie's about. The, the car trip together, the romance. We, uh, we uh, got the movie now, guy. I know. So I was thinking, what if we take the character of the son from the beginning of the movie and we just sub him in for the love interest? The son? Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. You want to sub in the son mm -hmm. to the love story as the love interest yeah, to the, kid. the father? He'd be great. I mean, well, that could be kind of weird. Yeah. I, I, you won't know until you try. It's the 80s, right? I mean, uh, I, I guess we could give it a shot. I... All right, that's the spirit. Mm. Uh, seriously, what's with the way you talk? You're, you're from Hell's Kitchen, right? Oh, wow. Nope, I got nothing. I got Hell nothing. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Why would you even Boxing. say that? Okay. And we're back to break down the first movie we've watched that was named after the problem with the acting. And we're going to start with some good old <laughs> interesting to look at trucking. Yes. <laughs> Second best thing to come out of 1987. Here we go. All right. Well, I have a first feeling I know what has, has your top <laughs> nomination. So I'm going to go ahead and move this up one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not just watching trucking. We're watching trucking of a truck which mm -hmm. stallone was like all right i feel like just the truck isn't tough enough for my character i want to be driving a truck that's carrying a second truck so well he wanted that second truck to be carrying a load too but they told him no they had to put <laughs> yeah. their foots down somewhere yeah oh and can we talk about the music so the theme of this oh, movie God. which we'll get at the beginning and the end and several dozen times throughout. I, I just have music note. Nazi being handcuffed explains why America is great again. <laughs> yeah, we are like I, the first thing I wrote down. We're 28 seconds in before I'm sick of the fucking music. Yeah, we're also 28 seconds in and we've seen eight American flags by this. That's point. true. Like like they were on pace for uh, 360 American flags at one point during the movie. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah, so we're seeing we're seeing sliced alone trucking, and we're also watching some kind of child military graduation. I want to say, child soldier is creepy, no matter who does it. Yeah, right. Like even if it's just <laughs> ceremonial, it's still pretty fucking creepy. I feel like the graph of child soldiers is like pre four, it's adorable, and then four to ten, it's not adorable again. And then, it, and then, then they're just normal soldiers. Oh, okay. <laughs> At 11 so they, or so, yeah. I they get like average soldier adorability. However adorable <laughs> you find our nation's heroes. 
That's right. I'm not afraid to say it. Oh, the troops are heroic. Yeah, everyone will say that. I think they're adorable. <laughs> I mean, they're the little... zero to four-year-old ones, absolutely. Thank you boots. for serving our country adorably. All right. Cutie. So we have child soldier graduation, um, but Sly didn't make it in time. We see his kid. We know it's his kid because it's the one we're focused on. He doesn't throw his hat. He doesn't have any fun at all. Isn't nobody there to watch him graduate, damn it. Yeah. And we're watching Stallone, like, slowly get ready to go to this graduation, but he's he shows up too late. And I love he's he, he's like puts on a tank top. And then he's like, all right, so uh, military graduation for my kid. What goes with the tank top? Uh, these nice pleated chinos. Going to go with these. Obviously, sure. Not formal enough. Suspenders. Okay, now I've there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a tank top, pleated chinos, and suspenders. And yep. I love that they, they, like, they want to make Trucker part of his personality so bad that when they show him getting ready, he's like, Getting ready with his truck, right? He's like looking into his the chrome on his truck to see his hair as he combs it and shit. Putting a bow tie on the truck. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're good uh, truck. <laughs> right, right. So we watch that. We watch his kid jealously look at all his peers who are beloved by their parents, and then he shows up to the military academy late in his semi truck to pick the kid up. The the the. People at the security check are like, ah, oh, delivery's in the rear. He's like, no, I'm here to pick up a kid. And they're like, oh, go right ahead. I'm not impressed with their security. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I wanted the guy at the gate just to be like, yeah, but you can acknowledge why I was confused, right? Because you came to really pick up your child, a 16-wheeler, right. and, you know, construction workers don't come pick their kids up in a steamroller, so you could have <laughs> gone to Enterprise, <laughs> maybe, done something. <laughs> so, so he pulls up in a semi. <laughs> He gets out and, and everybody, by the way, just looks at him like, I understand when he's standing by the gross semi truck and shit, why everybody's looking at him like, wow, most of the people, you know, drive normal vehicles to pick up their kids. But even after that, as, as he's walking through the halls, everybody keeps looking at him like, oh, he's poor and gross. <laughs> yeah. We literally hear someone go, who's he? And I wanted so badly for the other extra to go, Sylvester Stallone. He's an actor. He's in, <laughs> he was in Rocky. Rocky and some he's porn. Ruggedly attractive. I, I'm not saying that. That can't be the line, really. <laughs> Come on. All right, so we see the kid, uh, his kid, about to get into a limo when someone with the school you know, runs out and says, hey, the colonel needs to see you. You're going to be a major character in the movie, it turns out. <laughs> and then love, there's this amazing moment where the kid walks away to go see the colonel and the chauffeur is just like, oh, okay, I'll just wait here with the car forever, I guess. I will fuck just myself. Here. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. okay, my time's worth nothing. <laughs> so, so the kid, this is Mike, is the is the character's name. Mike goes back in to see the colonel, and the colonel's in his office with Sly Stallone. And okay, just let me pull back the camera a little bit for those of you who are wondering what the fuck is going on in this movie. First of all, nothing, nothing is happening in this movie, and nothing ever will. But the mom's, the dying cancer mom's plan was for Sly Stallone to show up as a surprise in his 16-wheeler and kidnap his son without this kid's legal guardian's knowledge. Yep. Okay. That's the plot of the movie. So yep. this is their meet cute, <laughs> in case you're wondering. <laughs> hey, I'm your dad. I felt like this would be the best way for us to meet, you know, like a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, Cancer Mom, Christian movie. This is a Christian 
movie. This is not Two a points. Agreed. Christian movie. So, yeah, the kid's super, like, disappointed, but he goes with him and he's like, oh, God, gross. We have to ride in a poor person vehicle. Now, the, 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 <laughs> You know, like the idea here is the kid has to be an irritating prick at the beginning and then like warm up to Stallone. The kid doesn't know how to do that. So there will be a switch that is flipped eventually. <laughs> right. Also, like, don't want to get too on Mike's side here, but like, hey, surprise, you're going to ride in the front of a truck for three days to make up for me not parenting you is not a fun thing. Right. It's not like, hey, guess who gets to go ice fishing for a year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, especially, well, yeah, we'll learn later they're actually going to sleep in the fucking truck, too. So, yeah, it gets worse. So, yeah, okay, so they set off for their three-day drive. Um, and Mike is disappointed by how disgusting this truck is. And, like, honestly, like, you, know, they're trying to make the kid into a prick. But, yeah, it's I love gross. that little moment, too. He's like, dude, your truck's a piece of shit, man. And Stallone starts talking and he's like, wasn't looking for a response. Please don't talk. Uh, I'm just saying your truck's a piece of shit. That's end of thought. We're oh, done. I wanted this to be the whole movie. <laughs> so like, yo, I was thinking maybe you and me, I don't know, could get to know each other, you know? Um, I'm sorry, are you chewing gum? I'm getting like every fourth word, max. Nah, I just mean, you know, Mike, your mother and me, like, uh, you know, your mother well, and she. Okay, you paused there. So that, that was the end of the sentence, I guess. Were you done? Well, couldn't you and me be like, you know, friends, you know? Okay. Uh, Counter proposal. You abandoned me for the first 10 years of my life and uh, fuck your face. Yeah, oh, come on, Mike. Fuck your face. That would have been so much better than what we got. But there are a lot of things that would have been better than what we got. Yeah. So the kids. Somebody look, fucked his face. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> There you go. So, okay. Well, somebody did, but he doesn't let that video get out. Um, so then the kid looks around and asks a very, what I thought was a poignant question. He's like, hey, why do you have pictures of me all over the inside of your truck? Like some kind of fucked up jerk off shrine. Yeah. The yarn's weird. Can I say that? That's especially. <laughs> Are you trying to, like, place me in a Rico chart? What's happening? <laughs> Connecting me to me here? And, and again, <laughs> the kid asks a very reasonable question. He's like, oh, you asked my mom for these photos? Um, Could you have maybe asked me, you know, while you were parenting me, we could have <laughs> maybe gotten a couple of snapshots together? Yeah, well, and this this is also where we learn that Sly's been trying to be a better deadbeat dad than he is. Um, Because the kid's like, oh, you wrote my mom. Why the hell didn't you ever re send me a birthday card? And Sly Stallone's like, I send you birthday cards all the time. Someone's been intercepting his birthday cards, y'all. Oh. And, of course, this is the first time, but not the last, that Mike will be upset and run into traffic. Well, right. He plays <laughs> yeah. it off like he's going to go full Anna in the truck, right? He's like, oh, pull over. <laughs> I'm going to get sick. And then he, then he just decides to run across in the eight-lane highway. <laughs> Pull over, man. Actually, never mind. I'm going to shit in your truck. I'm shitting right now. I'm shitting in your truck. You were too slow. You're not even yeah. going to notice. But yeah, but then he runs out. He pulls over. The kid runs out into traffic. And Stallone just like in the middle of a busy highway runs out and tackles this kid. And nobody reacts to the terrifying, gigantic man wrestling a child to the ground and dragging back into him back his to truck. a truck. 
Yeah. The 80s. It was a simpler time. That was, yeah. Back in the 80s, nobody would have reacted to People that. People just anymore. honk, and that's good parenting. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Now it's time to meet Evil Grandpa, as portrayed by Robert Loja. Bobby Loja? Christian movie. Ooh. Robert yeah. Loja? That's I a Christian movie. movie. Two points. I, I honestly, when we started doing this show, I wasn't expecting to see Robert Loja as often as we have. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you every time anyone sees Robert Loja, they say that to themselves. <laughs> we oh, are watching just... Big next week. That's <laughs> no, we're not. He um, made it to board game night. I feel like he'd be busy. <laughs> All right, so Robert Loja's at the military academy. He can't believe that fucking trucker picked up his grandson. He cusses out the colonel and everything. He's all right, so he's supposed to be just a generic rich guy, which means he's constantly surrounded by minions. It's the best. I want to know what's the cut? How rich do you have to be before you get minions? Oh, what's the annual? I want to be that rich. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like you could just, like, start spending, like, your small amount of money on minions right away and have at least that and none of the other stuff. And that'd be, Ooh. like, a good start. Get, like, a low-budget minion situation going on? Yeah, that'd be yeah, pretty like, cool. Just, like, Gary Busey. And, yeah, discount minions. I could yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. All right, so we head back to the truck where the kid is annoying the audience by warning Sly Stallone about the dangers of cholesterol. Oh, it's the best. He's like, you won't stop for a steak? And the kid's like, read the China study, asshole. (laughs) Get cholesterol poisoning. Let's pull over and get a few loaves of bread. We'll just eat those. Yeah. Yeah, so they stop in for some food because who needs a fucking plot? Those are overrated. Well, they stop in for food at the real America. Uh, it, and it's immediately it's one of those places where I like where I'm like, it would be worth eating the food at that place just to bring Eli to that place. Right. Absolutely. It's the Budweiser Steakhouse Budweiser Buds. <laughs> yeah. There's so much product placement in this movie. And this is where we get a whole bunch of Budweiser. Yeah. I was pretty sure that the waitress was going to be named Budweiser by the end of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK. And, and what I love to is Sliced Alone tells him, he's like, hey, there's a place coming up where they have great steak and they stop at this shithole. And I'm like, you're going there for steak. I wouldn't eat the prepackaged fucking crackers in that place. And you're going for steak. Okay. All right. You deserve whatever you get. Would have been amazing if they pulled off at Ruth Chris instead. Oh, wow. This is actually <laughs> very nice. Just make sure you Peter get, put on your tie. Um, yeah. They got a highway one. Do I need suspenders for this place? <laughs> this is pretty fancy. Let me buy my suspenders. All right. So he takes his 10-year-old to the kind of bar where you'd look for prostitutes. And Mike explains heart disease now to the to the waitress, too. <laughs> and she makes fun of Stallone for that. She's like, oh, your kid eats healthy. Gross. Find him a prostitute or something. Gay. <laughs> yeah, so he's in the middle of giving his Eli order to the waitress. And then a couple of heavies show up. And they're like, are you the character played by St- Sly Stallone? And he's like, I am. And they're like, we want to give you some shit. Because this movie really needs to hurry up. <laughs> You guys thought that this was about a gangbang, right? It's sweaty men and an all, right? They're like, oh, come on, we got to go do it. And he's like, come on, guys, my kid is right here. And they're like, hey, he can be, he can be in it too. Come on, let's get this get the spotter get going. Get the spotter. And this guy's name is The Smasher, mm-hmm. just for the record. 
Uh, Stallone wrote this and also Rocky. Yeah, he did. To, yes. to, <laughs> to the things he wrote in his life. These Rambo, are the two part, scripts part that two. Sly Stallone had in him. This was well, him Well, he actually has written like a, seven or eight, nine. He's like a 10-year veteran of writing. Yeah, right. No, this is this is a step up for him. Yeah. All right. So, He's yes. He's really learning from Sid Fields by now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Smasher is challenging to, him to an arm wrestling competition for $1,000 is what's happening. You know how sometimes when you walk into a... But never fucking mind. But yes, that's what's happening. <laughs> these, like these truckers, these Teamster guys are carrying around wads of $1,000 bills to, to bet on <laughs> So dumb. And he, he's like, I hear you're pretty tough. And he's like, yeah. Okay. And he goes, I don't believe anything I hear. And I want him to keep going. I'm a hard sophist. You're a figment of my imagination. <laughs> there is no you. Only me. Arm wrestle myself. <laughs> like almost full nihilism like almost fully like what's your epistemological stance tell me right fucking now let's do this and then we'll arm wrestle but seriously solipsism is my thing and okay so now we also have to meet large circular bad guy right so uh, Sly is going to wrestle Smasher but there's another guy that walks in behind the big crowd and says to uh, turns to Sly Stallone's son and says I will be the main bad guy. And and Mike is like, okay, well, it's good to know. Good to know early, especially since we're not going to see you again for like an hour. Right. Hey, will we ever <laughs> learn why you don't like my dad or anything about you except that you're large and towards the third act? And he's like, you will not. Nope. You will not. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> so, okay. So we go to the big arm wrestling uh, tournament so that we can learn. Now, the director's not going to learn, but we're going to learn that that is almost the least interesting possible competition for a movie. It's right? true. Short of a staring contest, this is... Rochambeau the- would have been better. Because at yep. least then it could have been like, oh, they keep tying. It's one-to-one, you know? <laughs> <sighs> nope. But they're going to do an arm wrestling Competition at the uh, dedicated arm wrestling table yes. that they have at this restaurant. <laughs> yes. Look, every truck stop's got that restaurant with that arm wrestling table. Every good <laughs> truck stop, anyway. Yeah, very clearly. <laughs> so Stallone's just like, all right, kid, hold my uh, squeezy thing. I get I get distracted by my squeezy thing. And he, and he walks over. <laughs> To their table, and he's pouring sweat from the walk to the table. By the time he gets there, <laughs> it's like a he way has more a sweat. disease. Yeah, it's, it's it's nuts. I was about to say it's over the top, and I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> that's too much. Everything in this film is over the top. But yes, but Sly wins the arm wrestling and has a thousand dollars. Pretty good deal. We should point out that this movie revolves around the idea that. During arm wrestling, Sylvester Stallone's character puts his fingers on the other guy's fingers, and that that means he wins. Oh, the waggle. Yeah, the waggle's very important. And the hat turn. We yeah, the hat turn. Yeah. So right before he starts, he turns the hat. He's got the amazing trucker hat. He goes from forwards to backwards with it. And we get to see a visual representation of Stallone's enormous, enormous head. It's on the last snap. It's a trucker hat, and he's on the last snap. It's insane how big his fucking face is. And uh, and then he does the finger waggle, where, like, he's losing for a second, but then he, like, flares his fingers out and waggles them once and then regrips, and then, then 
that drastically alters the physics. Yeah, I feel like if you've got that, like, you know, the super winning grip, you just start there. Right. It's yeah. just careless not to start with the winning grip. But go yeah, straight he, to the force push if you have that and then go straight to the winning <laughs> grip right after. That. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. A lot of this movie is two growling men adjusting their hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sport that. this. But not in a good on. way. I mean, I can see how you would think that that would be awesome and sexy, but not in this in this instance. But yeah, so. Stallone wins and then he goes back to where his kid is and the the big giant guy, the main bad guy that this is Bull, is there to talk a little shit with him after the match. Right? The character names, by the way, right now are Hawk, Smasher, and Bull. Just yep. for the record. Yep. yep. Yeah. Lincoln, Hawk. Link, Hawk. Yep. Smasher, and the Bull. Yeah. They'll get sillier before we're done. Yeah, we will meet a mad dog. Yes, we will meet a mad yeah. dog before it's all. Oh, over. and by the way, Bull is a uh, real professional arm wrestler. That, which no. Is a thing I mean, that exists. <laughs> he was like a mul- multiple year champion of the. I feel like you can be multiple year champion of arm wrestling and not be a professional arm wrestler, right? Like, I mean, he <laughs> makes his money doing a job. Of some sort, or right. may. like all podcasters, like acting in movies about <laughs> arm wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this guy's seriously like the world arm wrestling. Well, he's he was like something third, champ. Like like he was like third down on their list though, because they, they they wanted some other like current champion. But when they saw him against Sly, they're like, okay, this is way too ridiculous. This guy is way <laughs> too much bigger than Sylvester Stallone. So they had to keep dumbing it down until they got to this guy. Which is saying something because this whole movie is just Sylvester Stallone very obviously not being strong enough for these giant sacks of human hormones. Right, because that's what a real arm wrestling champion would look like. A gigantic fucking dude. Not, I mean, Sylvester Stallone's in pretty good shape, but yeah. yeah. There's no like... Hoist Gracie for arm wrestling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, yes. Trick your way in with a choke or something. Yeah. <laughs> Strangling people with their own pinky finger. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's changing the goddamn sport. All right, you know what? He's using my gi now. I'm doing this naked. It's naked <laughs> arm wrestling from now on. So, yeah, so now the kid watches the the shit talk and the guy leaves or whatever. He's like, oh, child, arm wrestle you right now. And Sly Stallone's like, act three, man, act three. And then the kid calls him a hustler and runs out to call his dying mom in the hospital. Yeah. Um, kid's got a, uh, a roll of quarters, I guess. He carries a roll of quarters <laughs> everywhere he goes. Calls his mom at the hospital. And uh, she does not look good. No. She's looking like a, like a sick child's make-a-wish was to be like Pat Benatar for a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm unclear who didn't know she was sick. Like, did Sylvester Stallone know she was sick? She was supposed to get an operation of some kind. She's definitely got whispery dying disease, but like mm-hmm. everyone seems to think that like she's in the hospital for the flu, except for her. Yeah. I don't know. Was it even clear? Do they tell you by the end what she's in the hospital for? No, I they do not. I think at some point they do, but just in a sort of a hand wavy heart thing kind of a way or something. Atheism. Right. Got yeah. It. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, the kid's like, mom, I hate him and he's sweaty and he's gross and he arm wrestles. And, and, and the mom's like, yeah, but I know, but try to love him anyway, hon. This is the best way for you to gain a new parent. 
feel like any, literally any time other than this would have been better. Nope, nope, this is <laughs> yeah. what we're going with. <laughs> yeah. Already made the decision. This this was most of the movie in the original screen, the, the original script, and he was very disappointed that they, so they <laughs> took away more this, of this yeah. very important relationship with dying mom. Yeah. All right. So that now we're back on the road. They have their radio fight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, they're just like slapping each other's hands, turning something on, turning something off. And and Stallone's mad too. And like I I appreciated this. He's like, fuck you, big trouble's a wonderful band. Get your fucking hand off my radio. <laughs> Like, there's definitely an outtake of Stallone punching this kid in the face that they had to take out because he actually liked the, liked the music. They just had to wait for him to finish listening to the song. Okay, Sly, can we do the take now? Yes. Now. <laughs> but here's the great thing about this radio fight scene. Because, like everything else in this movie, the people who made it have no idea how the real world works. It's not the typical comedy scene where it's like, turn the radio on, turn it off back on again they go back and forth with the radio for a solid 74 minutes and like you can see the actors are afraid and trapped in a loop be like i feel like one of us had a line or something yeah right this is a meisner exercise (laughs) yeah there's no escalation there or anything yeah it's just on and off and i think i think the writer's like it's gonna get funny eventually you guys just rule the 45s guys All right, so now we cut to Gramps visiting dying mom at the hospital, and he's, like, very disappointed that she let her kid meet his dad. Yeah, I literally wrote, he's not angry, he's disappointed, in my notes as a joke, and then he said it. He was like, I'm not mad. Disappointed. (laughs) Also, he makes good points. He's like, look, this guy abandoned you and your kid, and she's like, yeah, but you're not his real dad, so. Yeah, not a very convincing (laughs) argument. Which, by the way, Robert Loja's counter-argument is, yes, I am! Yeah, and I well, wanted her to just be like, no, no, I mean, you're literally not his you father. You didn't Don't. fuck me. It's good. You're, I'm giving you a compliment saying that you didn't fuck your daughter, <laughs> actually, in this instance. Based on the plot of this movie, that's, that's a thing. Yeah, it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. No, that was supposed to be like a mirrored thing in the original story again, and that's why the writer got really mad. He had a whole, like, beautiful little oh, parallel. Like, it was like yeah, China. Like a, like a Rashomon. Exactly, yeah. like a Rashomon, yes. Thank you. So, <laughs> not enough people compare Rashomon and Over the Top. No, they don't. <laughs> we were they don't just call the troops it. cute. They don't talk about Rashomon and Over the Top. <laughs> so, yeah, but Robert Loge is pissed. He leaves the hospital and he turns to his minions. And he's like, find my grandson now, damn it. And what I love is he goes to the doctor and oh, says, yes. if anyone calls on my private line, let me know. And I wanted the doctor to be like, oh, uh, not I'm the doctor. I am a doctor here at the hospital. I have no way. Of, oh, you're gone. Okay. I see that you're surrounded by minions. That doesn't mean that anyone in your proxy. Hello? Oh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that night we, we got, uh, we're back to Sly and, and Mike the kid. And they, they decide it's, you know, he's driven enough for the night. So they're going to stop and sleep in the cab of this truck on the side of the road. That's where he's taking his kid to sleep is the side of a highway. You know that moment in a romantic comedy where the guy and the girl just aren't getting along, but they end up cuddling and you you can tell there's a spark there. That's this scene, except it's between a man and (laughs) 
his son. <laughs> and there's no way that the comedy, that the rom-com normally would have this much heavy hinting at the at the sex stuff, right? So Because Sly just sits there for like five minutes trying to talk the kid into putting his... He's like, you know, you could put your head on my shoulder or, or even in my lap if you wanted to. Oh. You sure you don't want to? Because I have a... You sure? I, I could... I'll move down. Oh, no? Okay. okay. The awkwardness of the conversation is amazing here, too. Stallone's like, all right, so, you know, Maybe, uh, maybe we stay the night in the truck. Um, two of us. No, not with any fucking. Not, I feel like I said. I, said I feel like there's fucking in the air. Like, I should clarify. Were you about, were you about wanna... to ask about fucking? I was about to ask about fucking. Okay, good. <laughs> you use my shoulder as a pillow. Sorry, say it sexually. made it sexual again. <laughs> not a fuck pillow, for clarity. <laughs> Dick pillow. And well, okay, so and then you know he's like he's trying to get the kid to lay his head on his shoulder, and then they wake up, and Sly Stallone has his head on the kid's shoulder. Oh, this romance is blooming. <laughs> yes. I'm uncomfortable. What else were we supposed to think? So many of my notes are I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, and then, okay, so it's the next morning, and now father and son are doing an exercise with the truck montage together. Oh, this is amazing, including um, so, some air arm wrestling exercises that don't exist. <laughs> like, like, they might as well be doing, like, hat turns and finger waggles. <laughs> so dumb. Let's go over the secret of arm wrestling here. All right, so you're going to take your arm, and you're going to put it... Okay, got it. Right. All right. Arm. Let's start at step one. You're gonna take your that's your foot. That is Okay, sorry, foot. sorry, sorry. This up the high top arm. You mean top up, arm. Top arm. Got 100%. it. One hundred percent. Okay. Put it down. My dick. <laughs> and also this is where we we're introduced to the fact that as Sly Stallone drives along, he also does a forearm exercise. He's got weights that are all set up in the back of his truck so he can work out while he's driving. Yep. Oh, these are the best. I wanted to see uh, like the hat turn connected to weights too, and like a <laughs> like a finger waggle bow flex where he's doing oh, a little finger Yeah, he gets all caught in the wires somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's got it rigged up to practice. Not really arm wrestling. Uh, it's no. actually a different muscle. He's going yeah. in the wrong direction for it too. <laughs> Yeah, so he's doing his forearm exercises. The kid is uh, like giving him shit again for not being smart enough. You know, he's, he's like the kid's like truckers are fucking stupid, right? Yeah, he <laughs> he is very harsh in this scene. He's like, Dad, how do I put this? You, you're you're garbage person who should be dead. You're, <laughs> you're caught in this period of history where a robot can't do your job yet, but you're just you're just wasted carbon. Can I say that? You're wasted carbon? Maybe take an improv class. I want to I want to cut you up. Lead. You're just a really bad actor too, is what I'm saying. Maybe How dare you. Know, you. Um, groundlings, they do some one-on-one classes. I'm so, just is there a truck stop improv you could visit maybe? <laughs> so so, but yeah, but Sly has has had enough at a certain point. So he pulls over to, I'm thinking, give the kid an ass whooping because it is the 80s. So does the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for good reason. But no, what he's going to do is challenge Mike to drive his truck to prove that you can't drive a truck if you're stupid. Oh, I, yeah. I know how I wanted this to go so badly. 
All right. Turns out this is actually pretty easy. Okay, Mike, we'll get it. Because, you know, it's just motor vehicle. That's okay. it. Okay. The point I was making, Mike, so, was... Pretty much figured it out. It's just two pedals. So, you know, managed to crack the code. All right, Mike. Fuck your face. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I love that Stallone believes that. He's like, yeah, so you think uh, being a truck driver doesn't require intellect? Try driving the truck. The kid's like, all right, well, I mean, you realize you're still dumb if I can't drive it. Like, I may or well, may not right. be able to drive it. But I mean, and honestly, the fact that you just put a 12-year-old behind the wheel of a 16-wheeler, that's... That's proof of my point about you being stupid. That like you're 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 really arguing for me at this point. <laughs> I wanted him to just drive off a cliff at this point. They're like driving through like the mountains of Colorado. I was like, oh come on, he's got to drive off a cliff. And then like <laughs> Stallone catches the truck's arm like cliffhanger for a second, and then dies, and the movie's over. Yeah, but then <laughs> you'd have to have a plot. There would be a plot at that point. It would be about a kid driving then- a truck. Of a cliff. Then Stallone does the finger waggle and pulls the truck all the way back oh, up. There you go. There, you, there go. you go. And here's the weird thing about this scene. This scene forgets what it is a third of the way through. Right? It's the yeah. dad shows the son a thing or two about his job scene. And then he succeeds at driving, which disproves Sylvester Stallone's point, And they're just bonding. It's just like, yay! And it's like, wait, what were we doing? Yeah, right. What know. was it's the fine. point of this scene? <laughs> we're killing time till 90 minutes is what we're doing, Sly. We're killing time yeah. till 90 minutes. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, while they're having fun driving the truck together, Robert Loja is still plotting Nobody cares. Arm wrestling. That's all I <laughs> all I wanted for so long in this movie. Just arm wrestle. And then that happens. And well, it's, but then, it's yeah, it's not down. even more interesting so, than what we were already. Really not a lot at. to root for. So, no. <laughs> all right. So Mike and uh, Sly are at another shit diner. And this is the scene where Sly decides that 90 percent of arm wrestling is genetic. So he's going to challenge the bully kid at the pinball machine to arm wrestle his son to to prove to Mike that Mike is a good arm wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in your head. I would say this was a weird turn, but I honestly don't know what a normal turn would have been at this point in the movie, right? Yeah, that's the thing is that you're constantly when you're <laughs> analyzing this movie, you're like, that's ridiculous that. No, that's well, the right move no, in the I movie. Mean, this is following the flow. The trajectory was hustle a child for money here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're lowering <laughs> yourself down onto the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. We then... really have to put this dot here to connect our next yep. one. Also. I get it. Okay. So the kid takes the challenge and, and Stallone gives him 10 to 1 odds. 10, 10 of Sly Stallone's dollars to 1 of the kid's dollars. So you'll feel a little bit better about Sly Stallone hustling a 9-year-old out of money. <laughs> yeah. And this kid is terrifying. The, the kid that he picks to hustle. He's like, he's got like bubonic plague all over him. Just boils yeah. everywhere. And he's, he's like, uh, imagine the Cobra Kai JV team. That's, that's this kid. <laughs> <laughs> like if you Googled denim orphan sweep the leg, this, this kid pops up. So, yeah. So, and, and the, so the kid takes the bet, but it's best two out of three. Right. That's very important because Mike loses round one and then he runs away like a wuss. 
but Sly, of course, won't give up on him. So he chases him down in the parking lot and gives him a piano solo pep talk. But again, <laughs> the pep talk isn't like, again, this all fits standard movie tropes, except it's insane. Arm wrestling isn't mental. It's about whether your arm is stronger than another person's arm. Almost entirely. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Right. But he gives them the speech like it's you lost because you aren't mentally tough. Or physics. It's one It's one of the two it's things. One of those. Did you waggle the fingers? Or the kid had a longer <laughs> arm and more strength than you. It was one of those things. But yeah, but he convinces him to at least go back in there and lose like a winner. That's not a thing. That you lose like a loser just by definition. So they go back in there. Mike gets back on that horse. And because of the quality of the pep talk, now he can win at arm wrestling. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was bored at this point, so I had an idea. want to run it past you guys. We remake Over the Top, but with a fully adult cast, and it's about people who try to fit bigger and bigger things up their butts. <laughs> I think you can just put big things up your butt whether you are making a movie or not, Eli. I, 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 yeah. I, I'm, are you I'm, willing to call this right. a remake of Over the Top or not? That's over, what I need to Over the tell. bottom. I'm in, Eli. Yes! Let's do this. Thank you. Thank you. Patreon.com forward slash over the box. Actually, that's probably already a Patreon for someone yeah, pro probably, we don't know. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't click do that. that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> click throw that guy some money. He's making sexy foxes. Let him have his thing. <laughs> All right, but now Mike has a winning attitude, so he wins the second round, and you know he doesn't want the, the other kids to think he's a wuss anymore, so he turns around and hugs his dad real big. That'll impress him. Uh, and then it's round three and he wins again and the kid has to give him money. <laughs> yeah. and, and Stallone's like, all right, get your money, kid. And the kid's like, money, please. And he puts his hand out and then <laughs> the rival kid pulls out uh, the exact amount of money from the bet that was right in his pocket. It was very convenient. He just yeah, slaps it right go. there. So, yeah, so now Mike goes out to call his mom and tell him all about the driving a semi-truck and hustling bullies for money at dirt floor bars that he's been doing with his dad. And this mom is doing her absolute best not to be horrified. She's like, he, Mike's like, yeah, I drove a truck and dad paired me up to fight an adult. And she's like, yep, <laughs> that is what I wanted out of this. Uh, can I talk to your dad real quick? I just want to talk to him real quick. Hey, hey, don't abandon our son again. Okay? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> really, like five bucks. And also, by the way, we should point out that mom is like 40% deader every time we see we, she's she's dying at the rate of the guy who chose poorly right now right oh, she she is jack skellington by the last scene yeah, exactly exactly all right you know so she yeah, she she pleads with sylvester stallone to try to get along with her cartoonishly villainous father and right <laughs> as she's doing that in the she background goes, well she's she's like one last thing don't let Mike get kidnapped or anything. That's really important to me. And he's being kidnapped. Like, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> the base of what happens. It's the yeah. Best. No, fucking Stallone is standing in the uh, the um, phone booth going like, don't worry, I'll keep my eyes on him. Nothing bad will happen. Oh, I got to go. He's getting kidnapped. Uh, we'll take it. You're going to laugh when you hear this. Uh, 
I'm going to chase them down in my semi truck right now. Yeah, yeah, they got they have great acceleration though. It's going to take me it'll take me like 30 minutes to go through the gears double clutching <laughs> to get up to 20 miles an hour. Stay on the phone with me while I do this. And, and so he runs out to his truck and, but of course one of the goons stayed behind to beat him up uh before he could get to his truck. That's okay. He has the singular offensive move that white guys had in the 80s. That would be the telegraphed right hook. That's so right, damn it. <laughs> he knocks that guy out and gets to his truck. Yeah. And by the way, just like, again, pulling the camera back, the plot at this point is that Robert Loja, Mike's grandfather, sent his goons to this truck stop diner in the middle of nowhere to kidnap his grandson back from from so when it comes to child custody ownership is nine-tenths of the law as oh okay yeah Yeah. once you if you've had the kid for a while you have squatters rights sly hasn't licked him yet (laughs) exactly (laughs) so well i don't know that he didn't really i'll be honest with you the way this movie's going I'm not willing to like commit to the idea that he has Sly that child. drooled on his shoulder aggressively. That's so true. That was close. <laughs> All right, so we have this little mini '80s chase scene, kind of you know middling budget chase scene that ends when Sly Stallone decides to smash into the car his son is in with his semi truck. Yes. That's a great idea to get your kid back. (laughs) He gets it back, and I wanted him to be like, oh, sorry about ramming that vehicle you were in with the heaviest possible land vehicle a person can operate. (laughs) Are you 100% fine? Yeah, you're totally fine. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of a, if you can't have them, no one can attitude here. We'll move on from this and never address it again. (laughs) Well, not only that, yes, they'll just leave the scene of that accident. Yeah, exactly. They'll just drive away. All right, so now we're back to Robert Loja. Um, he's got to bring in the big lawyers now since the goons weren't able to pull off this kidnapping. Yeah. And the the, the news from Loja's lawyer is like, uh, hey, man, I know you're the grandpa and you like raised him and spent millions of dollars on him, but you can't just steal a child from his dad uh, ever. There's no... There's no doing that. There's an amazing line here where he says, we searched a hundred years of cases. Of stealing children? You were were thinking that would, you would find, like, Loja's basically like, hey, can you go, can you back and run those numbers again? (laughs) And it was like, what? No, it's, you can't just steal, you you want me to check for a kid stealing loophole in the back? Yep. Maybe there's, of the law? (laughs) That's exactly what he wants. I've been using Donald Trump's lawyer. Do we have anything related to the Dred Scott decision? (laughs) This is a Christian movie. That actually might have the loophole that we're talking about in it. Thank you. If anything did, yeah. All right. So meanwhile, okay, so (laughs) Mike and Sly are arm wrestling while they drive. He sure does get along with his dad now. And this is where the movie turns and is like, this is about the arm wrestling tournament in Vegas now, in case you were wondering. That's well, or will be about. eventually. Yeah, don't forget there will be an arm wrestling tournament in Vegas that 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 will be, that's how you'll know the movie's over is when that ends. And is it me <laughs> or did this scene feel improvised? Like he he's like, "So, what do you want to do with all that money?" And he's like, "Well, I'd like to buy a company and you know, do uh work at it." <laughs> <laughs> what do I uh, currently do? <laughs> uh 
commerce company would do commerce. Amazing. Well, and also, yeah, you want to talk about feeling improvised. The kid goes at one point, he's like, hey, why did you leave me? And Sly Stallone's like, oh, you know, I can't really tell you all about that quite yet in the script. But he never will. Never. We will literally never find out. And you know what? Congratulations over the top. You're the movie that was finally like, hey, we don't need a fucking backstory. We're an arm wrestling movie. (laughs) (laughs) No one is going to walk out of this arm wrestling movie disappointed. No one's going to be like, I came for an arm wrestling movie with a well thought out plot. Damn it. I was going to say, I feel like more than one person walked out disappointed. I'm not going to feel like that statement was a little more absolute than you intended it to be. But I get your point. Like at some point, Stallone was like, all right, well, what's my motivation? And they were like, I don't know, man. Just that's it. That's all you do. What are you talking about? When when have you ever needed more motivation than the noise I just made? That's Trying you. to you sound recapture like that. that one time you made a good movie. Oh no, I meant like in the movie. Oh, he's uh, made more than one good movie. Fuck. <laughs> I really want to know what you think the other good movie is now. Which besides what? Rocky, there's several Rockies that are great. And yeah, there's Copland. besides the Rockies, Cop, not counting Copland Cop, was great. Copland right. is a good answer. First Blood yeah, was really good. Um, Haven't first, heard of that either. First Blood Part Two was fun. You're making up movies. You don't have to do that. <laughs> if you didn't have any answers, you didn't have to make one. And those are all, on. by the way, those are, with the exception of First Blood, those are all Stallone scripts that I just named, too. Oh, no, no, he didn't write Copland. Never mind. Never mind. Bullet to the head? Are you serious? Stop or my mom will fun. shoot? Okay, look, I've been disproven. You had me at Bullet to the Head. Thank you. I've said that so much this week. <laughs> so you know when Eli's been traveling. <laughs> If you listen to the Patreon extra on this week's skating, that's going to be extra funny. It's a Moroccan airport joke. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I can't go back. But who wants to go to Morocco anyway? You flew through Casablanca? I sure did. We'll wow. get to it. Okay. And then, okay, so they go to the hospital to see dying mom. And there's this awkward moment where it's like, oh, see, she's dead mom now. So, Oh, it's the best. The, the the way these doctors handle it, she goes, oh, you're here to see her. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me get you right to her real quick. <laughs> um, let's get the doctor. He's just going to. She's, uh, uh, she's doing. Uh, I'm not allowed to say dead, but she's uh, I'm going to get the doctor. I'm going to get the doctor. <laughs> uh, doctor, the Ed lady days. <laughs> Husband. The dead lady's husband is here. I don't know how Thank to do that. Thank you, because we, we're in the back. We don't have to do the, the pig Latin. Yeah, so. oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Now, but luckily energy. for her, the doctor is <laughs> literally 14 inches away from her. So she goes and gets the doctor, and she's like, I'm sure you can hear the conversation I'm having. I don't know why you made me walk over here. <laughs> so he goes over there to tell Sly Stallone that, that, that the mom's dead. And honestly, like, I would have been, like, on, if that guy came to tell me that my wife hadn't made it through the operation, I would have been like, I'm sorry, can you shave off that silly-ass mustache and tell me again so I can react appropriately? Well, and oh. again, he this is 1980s doctoring. I have had people at Jiffy Lube speak with more kindness and bedside manner. He's like, yeah, I'm afraid you're down one broad, sir. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got to go smoke while operating. I'm Waluigi at age 75. Uh, sorry about your dead whatever. Your wife, I don't know. Well, you can abandon her now, I guess, right? So, <laughs> upshot, right? Is your backstory? Hey, at you're this point, a- you could really say she abandoned you if you wanted, huh? You, Full you, character. You're here. 
You're here. She's, <laughs> she's not. You want to arm wrestle? <laughs> so Mike runs off. Um, and, you know, dad catches me. He's like, it's your fault I didn't get to see my dying mom before she was my already dead mom because you drove a truck around for three damn days. And I'm like, that's a good point, actually. The mom with, with the clock ticking there, you really should have got the kids straight there, you asshole. Okay, maybe going to see the world's largest bundle of string wasn't the best <laughs> idea. But hindsight's 2020, kid. Hindsight's 2020. Fuck you, I'm running into traffic. I assumed there was going to be a lot of bigger. So, okay, but this is one of my favorite moments in the whole fucking movie. Mike runs off and catches a cab. A taxi picks up a 12-year-old boy and drives off before he could have possibly given him an address or anything while that boy's father is running after him and calling his name. The taxi driver rapes Mike, right? That's the next scene. <laughs> well, Mike manages to try. We should point out that Mike manages to travel incredibly long distances with no money and no questions <laughs> asked in this film. This cab is just the first time that happens. Yeah, no, he'll do it again and to much greater degrees. All right, so we, we cut to the funeral for mom. Sly Stallone, I, I don't know what he's supposed to be doing here. I guess he's having his own little funeral and everyone else can go fuck themselves. Right, middle of the funeral, he just walks up from nowhere, puts some flowers on, walks away. They stop <laughs> like a record scratches as he walks up. And he shows up like he's 10 minutes late to a shift at work. Yeah. Like that's that's like the feel of it. He's just like, hey, pastor, sorry to interrupt your funeral speech. Ah, uh, can I can I get the manager card so I can punch in late on the <laughs> thing? <laughs> really quick. I got sad already. He didn't have a dress tank top he could wear to the funeral. <laughs> yeah, you wearing, at least you're wearing your suspenders, man. He's wearing the jeans, but yeah, no suspenders. Tacky. Exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, so he gets done moping and he, he drives up to Grandpa's mansion, right? He's gonna, he yeah. comes up to see the kid. But the security guards tell him, hey, fuck off, we're keeping the kid. Uh, you don't have, you don't even have a receipt. I love that the first guy's answer is, can I see your pass? Like, they don't know who the guy in the semi-truck is. Like, yeah. oh, are you a different person? No, you're the one who's here for the kid. Okay, yeah, I, just, I felt, I didn't want to, I was guarding a military school earlier, and this guy came in and he was like, oh, I'm here for, his, it's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, so they tell him to leave, so he starts to back away, but then he's like, you know what? I'm going to drive my truck through the gate, smash through a car and a fountain and a house because I, I this is the best way to get my kid back I or because I want to make sure there's no chance they would ever give me custody of myself. What was his plan, you think? I have no <laughs> idea. He's a good guy terrorist. Just <laughs> smashing. Smashing through a wall. He's like, custody battle? Great. Action scene. We're going to nail this. <laughs> and this will never matter, right? There will be a scene where they're like, hey, you might get in trouble for that. Nope. Not at all. No. <laughs> no. So, okay. So he drives into the to the mansion and he runs out and he's going, Mike, Mike. And Robert Loja comes out. Now, I got to say, even in this stupid fucking movie, Robert Loja brings it. He's All phenomenal. Right? He's Nobody best. gets mad like Robert fucking Loja. I think they actually did this at Robert Loja's house. 
Like he was like, I'm not doing any more fucking scenes. And then they just drove a semi in, had Mike run upstairs. Oh, come fine. Keep it rolling. I'm ready. I bet those are Robert Loja's real minions in real life, too. That would not even slightly surprise me if he has four dudes in weird 80s suits following him everywhere all the time to this day. Yeah. And also, okay, so about two minutes after he smashes through the the mansion, the, the cops show up. And yeah, sure, they show up quick when it's a mansion. But I don't feel like if the sound effects are be, to be believed, they brought a helicopter with them, too. Yes. <laughs> there were helicopters on the scene within 15 seconds. Yes. He smashes through the wall. Him and Robert Loja yell at each other for literally 15 seconds. And we hear choppers. Like <laughs> I wanted to see those guys, like the chopper guys, parked 20 feet out of the frame being like, OK, something just happened with that truck and they threw the wall of that house. We'll... Let's fire up the choppers and we're here. We yeah, it. exactly. Right, right. So, yeah, now we hear the choppers. We don't see the choppers. They didn't have the budget for the physical choppers. They had the budget for the sound effects. But at any rate, so Sly gets arrested by the SWAT team. And this makes Mike very, very unhappy. Yep. And now he's going to go to I. Uh, the guy who checks my dreams for continuity errors is confused at this point. Right? <laughs> so I, I think we need to take a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Sylvester Stallone, I don't, I don't know, arm wrestle somebody based on the poster, I guess. <laughs> Will him and the kid find themselves eating two sides of the same piece of spaghetti before this is over? Yes. Did I ever think I could miss David A.R. White this much? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the over-the-top conclusion of Over the Top. Sly, Sterling, get in here. Oh, hey, Mr. Golong. What do you think of the script with the new changes? It's, it's the gayest thing I've ever seen. Wait, what? Dildo? It's the, it's the gayest thing I've ever seen. Oh, come on, Mr. Golong. I know it's 1987, but you No, you no, can't no, no, no. Not that. in a bad way. It's simply the most homosexual thing I've ever seen. It's the most expressive script of man on man and also kind of man on boy love I've ever seen. Oh, um, that's that's problematic. Okay. And I produced the apple. The apple! I saw a man fit his whole arm inside. Okay, right. Mr. Galat, Mr. Galat, awesome. we, we get it. You you don't like the script. No, okay, so. no, I love it. And I'm going to produce and direct it. Oh, well then. Cool. Fantastic. I'm also doing Master of the Universe. This is kind of my thing. This worked out great. Hey! What? And we're back for more of this shit. And we're going to rejoin Sly Stallone in prison for all the obvious have to go to prison now stuff that he just did before the break. <laughs> and again, this is over the top. So he's in a sweaty prison full of men. I've watched gay porn that is less gay than this movie. I just want to throw that out there. And I really, really don't mean that in the derogatory sense. I mean in the sense of loving other men and wanting dicks in butts and butts in dicks. I I've never seen anything more intensely dedicated to it. I just want to throw that out there. Also, I feel like they could have used the jail thing here for some arm wrestling plot. 
right? Ooh. Like he could have, that's, I feel like that's something that they would do in jail maybe is have arm wrestling tournaments and he could have like learned a few techniques there oh. and like a character could have been met. Two Finger Joe, the Two famous Joe. arm wrestling champion. Exactly. We're so exactly. much better at writing over the top than the people who wrote over the top. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Where's Two Finger Joe's movie? Let's make that. But in, but instead of any of that, instead of this having any bearing on the plot whatsoever, when we start in the prison, he's getting out, right? Uh, yep. Robert Loja's secretary is there to tell him that, like, Robert Loja will drop the charges if Sly promises to leave the state and never come back. Okay. Question for uh, Andrew, actually, but you guys might know. Are you allowed to do any of that? Can yes. Can you just, can charges be dropped of smashing into the side of a house with a truck? Could like, does the house owner get to drop that? Okay. Heath, I said I was going to tell what happened in Morocco on skate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just keep goading me. You got to make the audience wait, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm certain that, yes, you can drop the charges against somebody destroying your property if you choose to. Like, And the state still won't be like, okay, but you smashed into a house with a truck with people no, in it. No, like, still... I mean, I, I could smash into my house with a truck if I owned it. That's perfectly legal. Really? Is it? I, I so gotta cool. assume it is. Like, what kind of fuck is this? Not America? I can't smash into my own house with a fucking truck now? I have a new idea with- for the pajama party. <laughs> We're getting yeah, wait, the insurance wait, on that Airbnb. Eli owns his house. We can do that with Eli's house. I, if we make to $2,000 on Patreon, we will <laughs> destroy my house. Uh, and we will teach Eli to drive a 16-wheeler truck. Absolutely. <laughs> and then drive it into the side of his own house. It's I would love, because Eli's house is way up on a steep hill. I would love to see him trying to do that. That would be amazing. These are all good ideas. We're all coming up with good ideas here. All better than over the top. <laughs> all right. So so Sly Stallone is like talking to the secretary. He's like, I don't know. I would like to not have the charges against me and not be in jail for several years. But I also really like my kid. So the secretary brings the kid in. He's like, well, you know what? We brought a special guest. And the kid comes in and says, yeah, no, dad, go. Just just fucking go, man. You should leave. You are you spent two afternoons with me, and those were kind of fun, but then you lost me the opportunity to say goodbye to my dead mother, which, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, cancels out the fun steak and arm wrestling afternoon even, we had. Even before you <laughs> smash into the house that I'm in with a semi-truck, yes. Right. You've struck two things that I'm in with a semi-truck just in this <laughs> in this long it's weekend. Been three days. <laughs> <laughs> two out of the three days we have known each other, you have struck something I'm in with the heaviest land vehicle. Stallone <laughs> throws a little truck through the glass. Okay. Okay. On. Three out of Stop three. It. There we go. Also, you're in jail right now, so <laughs> yeah, not the best dad. I mean, maybe if you were to win some sort of manly tournament, I could get sure. back on board with you. Then, but yes, I will drop out of school and ride <laughs> in a truck with you for the rest of my life. But unless that happens, I don't I know what to tell you. I really can't see, see that happening now. <laughs> I wanted so badly for it to pan over to the guy in the next visiting booth to just be like, hey, the guy next to me is breaking up with his son. Can I get a different booth, please? <laughs> this, this is, is very awkward. <laughs> Very awkward. Well, and then while he's breaking up with his son, here's one of his actual lines. Mike, I want to give you what's inside of me. Right? So, yeah, but eventually Sly agrees not to be Mike's dad anymore. And and now he's heading to Nevada because that's where Act 3 is, right? 
He's going yep. to the to the big uh, arm wrestling tournament in Vegas. Meanwhile, Mike's at home looking for all those birthday cards his dad sent him, right? That he never got. Wanted him to find dildos and S&M gear so badly. I, I wanted him to come across <laughs> some drugs and that turns out to be what he was looking for. He's like, score, got grandpa's pills. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Jesus. What do they give you, 40 Xanax? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you, Grandpa? I'm going to invent fentanyl. So, <laughs> so, and then we get the scene where Sly sells his trusty semi truck for $7,000. He's going to bet it all on himself at the big tournament. Yeah, but he keeps the silver hawk on the hood, his little hood ornament mm -hmm. that's his, his last name. He's like, yeah, I'll take I'll take seven grand for the truck. I'm keeping the thing. And then right behind him, immediately, there's a sign that's like arm wrestling championship. Entry fee, seven thousand dollars <laughs> and one silver hawk. And so he's like, all right. <laughs> Wanted so badly for the sign to be like entry fee, seven thousand and forty five dollars. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> really? That's crazy. I will blow you for forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So, OK, so and. and Meanwhile, the kid finds all the letters that that Sylvester Stallone sent, which means, by the way, Grandpa's been intercepting these letters and saving them. Yeah. Why? He's eventually going to give him a scrapbook at the funeral of his dad. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird. <laughs> we need a, a doodly do of Robert Loja making the plan. Just like, all right, gentlemen, gather round. I've obstructed the letters from my son-in-law to my grandson <laughs> while my daughter dies I will allow them to visit but I will kidnap him halfway through to prevent him from witnessing his father winning a arm wrestling tournament because reasons yeah and now we wait <laughs> don't get an abortion <laughs> so <laughs> so Sly Stallone bets all that seven thousand dollars on himself at 20 to 1 odds guys yeah, weird little moment, too. He walks up to a sports book in a major Las Vegas casino, and he's like, what are the odds on Lincoln Hawk winning this tournament? And the guy at the book is like, he turns around. And he's like, hey, Mary, you know the odds of everything ever offhand. <laughs> What's that? She's like, it's Lincoln Hawk. He's 20 to 1. He's 20 to 1. And so he bets $7,000 on himself. So... The stakes of the movie are exactly 140 grand. <laughs> well, there's also well, a quarter of a million for winning the tournament or a quarter million dollar truck plus a hundred thousand dollars. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now we got Mike though. He's, is empowered by the letters that he found or whatever. So now he's sneaking out of the mansion to go to Vegas. Yep. Which, which begins with him stealing uh, his grandpa's truck. Now I will say, He's going to like basically hijack ever sillier vehicles between here and Vegas, right? If he yeah. showed up on a jet pack or something, that wouldn't be like outside of the realm of possibility that they sort of open with the first couple. Based on this movie, the only conclusion I can reach is that Mike is invisible <laughs> to everyone except Robert Loja and Sly Stallone. <laughs> Well, and also, okay, so as if it wasn't dumb enough to have the semi doing the chasing earlier, now the kid drives off, they go to chase him down in a limo. That's a great chase vehicle. Oh, just wanted one guy dragging a boat with the other guy behind it. Come <laughs> on, we got to get that kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, I'm, I'm writing in my notes. I'm like, wait, is the kid going to drive to Vegas? But it's so much dumber than that. Nope, just walks onto an airplane. He just drives to the airport and buys himself a ticket to Vegas. Does he buy a ticket? I don't, or yeah, sneaks aboard uh, uh, some clever, who the hell knows? Pre-9-11 people, you could just walk onto a plane. They'd figure it out when you got there. Yeah, exactly. Dresses up as a suitcase and walks down the jetway. Yeah. So, okay, so now it's time for the arm wrestling world champion to start. Now, I apologize if you went into this assuming there would be no math. Yeah. This, you'll <laughs> you see, is a double elimination tournament which the announcer breaks down in, like, Eli needs to know this levels of detail, right? Oh, it's like explaining I appreciated this. an Eli, a sports thing to Eli. Oh. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, just one more reminder. You are allowed to lose twice. That is why it is a double elimination tournament. Uh, so when John loses, it is not the end of the movie. Just <laughs> yes. going to throw that out there one more time. Please do not get up and leave the movie when he loses. Uh, question, announcer guy. Question? Yeah. Uh, you said double elimination tournament just now? Is that what you yeah. said? Means you get to lose three times and you're out. It's nope. three times? No. Nope. So apparently times, they didn't quite break it down to Eli levels. Four times a lady. Do the the words Rox mean what they normally mean? Roxanne. Roxanne. Got it. Sorry. Withdrawn. So now, of course, there are also women arm wrestling so that, you know, this is not a sexist competition, despite the outfits that the scorecard girls are wearing. This is a, this is inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And who is the announcer talking to? Like Stallone walks in just like, remember, uh, you recently signed away your fatherhood. This tournament is pretty much your only way out of that. So are you listening? Sylvester Stallone, like, he's just, he's talking to the character to catch him up. I don't know. I wanted Dude. him to start explaining other sideline plots that we hadn't been watching. The movie <laughs> also, if your long lost brother just told you that if you could win this arm wrestling tournament, he'll forgive you for killing his <laughs> wife. Uh, you can do that. Also, if you're just a guy who likes to arm wrestle, Bull, how's it going? <laughs> Good for you. If you're here for the uh, oversweating convention, they're having a, uh, a mixer. At 4.30 in the Rose Room. So More like fun. a schwitzer. Am I right? <laughs> schwitzer? Sorry, one more time. This is a double elimination <laughs> tournament. Um, the number two is the second positive <laughs> integer to get invented. Uh, it's actually, it's the only even prime number, the number two. It's another thing about two. And we should point out that it's not just that they explain double elimination in detail. They do it again and again and again, like every Over. three minutes for the rest of the film. As though they knew how little pay attention I was paying to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you read the script of this movie, the notes above all of these lines are, someone was probably doing a bump. Explain it again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so now we should see Robert Loja. He's showing up in Vegas in his private jet. At first, I thought the kids stole the private jet and flew it to Vegas. <laughs> But don't worry, the kid just flew commercial, so they kept it realistic. Oh, wanted so badly for the like the whole flight process of the kid, right? The woman's like, sir, we're going to keep everyone seated while the fastened seatbelt light is on. But I'm trying to get my dad. Well, sir. All right. <laughs> going through customs. <laughs> and of course, while that's going on, we're getting like the, the arm wrestling montage just to remind you how uninteresting to look at that is. 
<laughs> yeah. Shouldn't they do left arm and right arm both? I feel like that should be a that, thing. Ooh, that strikes me as the only one. fair way to do it. Because, yeah, I mean, there's there's lefties and they would naturally be strong. I mean, Stallone's a lefty, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is. But just, hey, listener, remember, if you ever doubt yourself, someone asked this cinematographer for a, quote, badass arm wrestling montage, and he fucking delivered it. You could do anything. <laughs> you could do anything. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for the semifinals, which are start exactly one airplane trip from that mansion from the start of the of the tournament, apparently, because, you know, it's just as uh, as Mike's getting into town. Unfortunately for Mike, though, the bad guys are already on the jetway waiting for him. So he has to give them the slip by sliding out into the airport runway and getting away home alone style. Because he is invisible, my head cannon makes sense. <laughs> well, to be fair, you could run around the airport like this all you wanted in the 80s. It was kind of fun. It was like a jungle gym. Now, gentlemen, question for both of you. What do you feel like the movie was lacking at this point? Um, Incorrect. The answer is face-to-face -face interviews <laughs> with the characters of the movie like real world. Yeah, oh, real world confessionals. God, it's like <laughs> Christopher Guest's movies all of a sudden. They're just like best in show characters. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, so good. This is where we meet Grizzly and Mad Dog, etc. <laughs> yep, we meet characters we've never met before in one-on-one -on -one face-to-camera interviews where they explain their motivations for arm wrestling. And I've got to say, I've seen better <laughs> shit talk on Cake Wars. These guys are fucking <laughs> awful. I'm a oh. big fan of trucks. Um, <laughs> it's a nice truck behind me. I like uh, all different It's the best because it's, it's shit talk without swearing for some mm -hmm. reason. So it's like, my body's an engine. I'm a fire plug. I'm going to be honest, I don't know what the word fire plug means. That, it's like a isn't that a fire hydrant? Isn't that a... Am I a fire hydrant? hydrant? That doesn't that's make not a, much I don't, sense. That's not intimidating. <laughs> well, awesome. Okay, hear me out. I'm a fire plug. If you were to open it at someone very quickly without that... All right. Imagine you're tied to a chair on its side. <laughs> Can I start over? I am covered in sweat. Well, I love to because so again, we have eight semifinals that we're gonna that we're gonna introduce, and all of them are like, "This is Grizzly," and Grizzly's like, "I want to tear his fucking arm off." And then we finally get to Sly at the end, and his shit talk is like, well, "If I wrestle good enough, my son will love me again." <laughs> uh -oh. You wanted me to growl? I'm sorry, I can growl. Oh, I wanted so badly for just one of the arm wrestlers to totally break the cycle because they're all like, I'll rip your arm off. I'll kill him. I'll destroy him. And I just wanted one guy to be like, I'm just here to represent the Mormon church. I'm having such a good time. I've met so many wonderful people. <laughs> when, uh, when I'm not arm wrestling, uh, I like uh, decoupage. Uh, it's a fun crafts thing that I do. So... You, you get the little shapes and you, you glue them. All right, so, so like Mike is still <laughs> trying nervous. to get through the uh, the airport, right? But luckily for him, the arm wrestling competition is on every single television in the world right now, so he can keep up with what's going on. You're damn right, it is. 
And then Sly Stallone loses his first match in the semifinals. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I don't know if we've mentioned this is a double elimination tournament. The movie like comes and visits you at home and is like, it's a double, <laughs> double elimination sit tournament. Sit back down, sit back down, sit back down. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, so he loses the first match and then Robert Loja's uh, uh, minion shows up and says, hey, Robert Loja is now in Vegas and would like to talk to you. So he goes up to meet uh, Robert Loja. For some reason, I feel like he could just say, no, I'm in the middle of a competition <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm one of the eight semifinalists because we're dumb. And don't <laughs> yeah, right. How the fuck? <laughs> well, there, there are four finalists, too. I don't know what the hell this is. Yeah. But yeah, so he goes to meet Robert Loja. And Robert Loja, this is such a weird fucking scene, right? Because they already did the, you know, I'll drop the charges if you leave the state and never come back. So, but but now Robert Loja's doing that again, even though he's already agreed, and Sly is telling him no. Not not only is he doing that again, he's offering more than he will win if he wins the tournament and the same truck that he will win. Yes. There is absolutely no reason for Sly not to take this offer. Yeah, he and he doesn't even ask for anything in return. No. That's the thing. Loja comes up to him and says, look, I bought you a semi truck and here's a check for half a million dollars. Now get out of that kid's life. He's already agreed to get out of the kid's life. So it, like the obvious thing to do would be, well, thanks. I'm going to go win this competition now and maybe I'll have two trucks. But no, because it's more dramatic for him to crumble up the check and stick it in Robert Loja's pocket. That's what he does, even if it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> It's like this movie is made out of pieces of other action movies, <laughs> yes. right? Like, like this is cutting room floor of a couple of the worst Rockies and yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to leave. The goon tries to stop him, but he kicks the goon's ass because he's Sylvester Stallone. Damn it. <laughs> and Stallone throws him through the door of this hotel suite. They're out on the, the deck, right? Mm -hmm. and, he th and he throws him through the door, but somehow... The entire face of the building explodes yeah. right. at this point. Just the whole thing lights on fire. It's nuts. <laughs> Tower 7 falls down. Yeah. Next <laughs> <door>. Come on. <laughs> uh, so now we're back at the tournament, which you can tell because the announcer is explaining how double elimination works again. I shit you not. They, they, they literally explain this like nine or ten times at the end of this. They do not trust their audience to wrap their heads around that concept. It, it feels like they had a test screening and Stallone like lost for that first time. And everybody was like, Murder! and started like a stampede and ran out that like some little mall where they were showing this. So they added 19 reminders about double. <laughs> I feel like if they were that nervous, they could have just said it was single elimination. Right. In this that would too. We could just cut him losing. It adds nothing to the plot. Nope. We're keeping every inch of film in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. But I love the announcer again. He's just like, for everybody who is watching Stallone yell at Robert Loja, welcome back to our double elimination <laughs> tournament. It's double elimination. <laughs> Two. All right. So now he's got to wrestle Grizzly, the guy who beat him just before. Grizzly has a little opening bit he does here. Uh, he says, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. He says, I'm going to go through you like oil through a funnel. And then he places a funnel in his mouth and drinks a container of motor oil. Um, so, yes, almost exactly. Almost. But he actually says, 
I'm going through you like gas through a funnel. See, oil actually oh. goes into a funnel, so that would have made more sense. Yeah. Ah. Um, he uses neither gasoline nor a funnel <laughs> no. at that point to, to make his little point. <laughs> no. I wanted Sloan to be like, okay, well, uh, it's not a funnel, nor is it gasoline. You're just drinking oil through a not funnel, uh, through a pore spout. What do you, but what did you even mean by that? Like, <laughs> get, like gas through a funnel? So, like, kind of slowly? Wait. We're yeah. going to have a viscous arm wrestling right now. You, you got to wonder what the other side of this scene feels like. I'm going to go through you like oil through a funnel. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? It's oil. I'm putting it through a funnel. I'm going oil through a funnel. So I'm going to go okay. through you. Okay, no, right. Uh, one. Not an expression. That's you just it's, made that up. It's not. Are you sure? Nope. No. Uh, but two, and way more importantly, you just drank poison. Oil is poison. Are you, are you sure? Yeah, man. Oil is poison, and you just drank a bunch to illustrate a non-existent metaphor. So you need to go ahead and go to the hospital. Oh, right now. Like before or after we are wrestled? I'd say before. I'd say right now. I don't feel real good. Yeah, well, you drank a bunch of poison. I mean, he yeah, I want to know what ideas <laughs> Grizzly rejected along the way. He's like, I'm going to go through you like Chinese. F no, I'd have to shit then. On the no, that would be sad. I'm going to go through you like food through Eli. That's pretty good. <laughs> There's going to be blood at the end. <laughs> See, exactly. You get it. So, okay, so he's about Sweating to... He's, beers. So he beats a grizzly at the arm wrestling. Mike's in a cab, but will he make it in time for the finals? Yes. Yeah, he will. He will. Sly also uh, arm wrestles Mad Dog. Mad Dog yells a lot, but that doesn't... Uh, it's not quite enough for him to win. Okay, and I, I had a question at this point in the movie because there is no plot. Are arm wrestling and trucking somehow connected? Because now in the one-on-one -on -one interviews... <laughs> Everyone seems to also talk about trucking like they are. Do we know? Is this a relationship? I think there's like a trucker's arm wrestling. Like, there, I think there are trucker's arm wrestling tournaments, actually. May I join yeah. this? No, for several reasons. No. <laughs> yeah. Too fast. <laughs> but yeah, there's a trucker's division, I think. Is yeah, what they yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stallone's in the trucker's division is what we learn later. And I think yeah. that's true in real life. Yeah. So yeah, arm no. wrestling... The sport, it, the Olympic sport, is yeah. divided up according to occupation. So is no, there no, like no, a no. doctor's it's, division? It's weight classes plus truckers. Or non-truckers. <laughs> so trucking is a different category of arm wrestling. Yes. So there's there's people who drive trucks. They have their arm wrestling. And, and then, then there's everybody else. Everybody, okay, everybody else. Yep. All right. All yeah. the Question other asked and answered. Truckers. All right. <laughs> Are other sports like that? You know what? I'll Google it. I don't make you do my work for me. <laughs> All right. So it's time to go to the... Oh, oh I, I love the, the Alka-Seltzer uh, product placement here. Uh, because the guy who just drank the oil has to take some Alka-Seltzer. So like, you basically expect them to turn to the camera and go like, when I drink petroleum to intimidate my enemies, I prefer Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> So, okay, now it's time to meet the four finalists. 
not really <laughs> finalists, guys. That okay? Anyway, so and I and, and we should point out like there are four guys here. Sly Stallone looks like a Holocaust survivor compared to these guys. They are so fucking much bigger than him. It's silly. Oh, it's <laughs> it is comic. His size relation and these real giant dudes trying to pretend that they're losing yes. to sliced alone. It doesn't work like the bull for the final match. Spoiler alert. Uh, he might be wrestling bull in a second. He can't get because his <laughs> arm is so fucking huge. He can't get his arm backwards by Sly's tiny little baby finger <laughs> in my comparison arm. Yes. He's got to like back up and move away. They got to do like one of those opening table shots like Alfred Hitchcock did for rope. <laughs> <It's a whole laughs> thing. And by the way, so fucking Mike is still Kevin McAllistering his way through Vegas, uh, you know, slipping the goons here and there with his invisibility powers. Yeah. Also, he uh, at one point... <laughs> He's like crawling under the stands to get, I guess, closer to the front row. Mm. But at one point, he just like crawls into the uh, product placement tent <laughs> of the arm wrestling <laughs> tournament. And he's just like, oh, sorry. Wait, hold on. Are you telling me that Duracell batteries last longer than Energizer? <laughs> sorry, no, no I, was, I, I don't have time for this. I'm going back to the tournament. Back, back to Duracell, great <laughs> batteries. Go on. All right, I'm good. So Stallone and Bull, the main bad guy, they go on to the the actual finals. These are the finalists, guys. That's how this works. And and so Sly wanders off to clear his head, and that's when Mike finds him. And now Mike has to give him the same pep talk he gave Mike earlier. Uh, like, <laughs> word for word. And again, basically, yeah. This is so boring and ridiculous. Like, I cannot describe how boring it is to, have, to watch him just be like, remember, Dad, arm wrestling is 100% mental. We hope because that guy is literally <laughs> 200 pounds heavier than you. Yes. All right. Let's wrap it up. We're at 90 minutes and we're mostly out of cocaine. We're not totally out of cocaine, <laughs> but we are mostly out of cocaine. Make sure you tickle his thumb with your finger at the beginning. That <laughs> seems to yeah. mess them up. They do that a few times. What was that? At the beginning of Stallone seems to do this like psych out move where he like sensually caresses the other guy's thumb on the way into the grip at the beginning? Is that <laughs> part of the... Gotta get inside your opponent's head. Okay. Well, it's all it's a mental game, after all. Yeah. Right. It's like, basic, they always say there's two mental games. Chess and arm, arm wrestling. Arm wrestling with St yeah. Stallone. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Chess also has a truckers and non-truckers. It does. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough. So, yeah. And, and what, what I love, too, is that Mike gives him this whole big pep talk about how you can be bull. It's all in your head. You blah, 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 blah. And then he wraps it up with, but I don't care if you win or lose. It's like, come on, kid. You, It's obvious that you care. The, everything else that you said, would, it wouldn't make sense. You don't want to lose. How amazing would it be if he just left? He was like, oh, you don't care if I win or lose? You know what? Your grandpa actually offered me half a million dollars. Let me go up. It's a little wrinkly, the check, but they'll take it at the bank. Uh, that you actually don't need a real check, you know, as long as it's got the uh, account number yeah. on it. And, okay, so now it's time for the final match. This has got approximately the draw of the Super Bowl halftime show, this arm wrestling <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Yeah, right. they bring in year. extra referees, too. They bring in, like, 10 <laughs> yes. referees to, like, uh, watch for foul balls in the outfield. I have no idea what the fuck that would mean. Right. All right and by the way, 45% of this movie's budget was sweat moppers. People following these people around behind them, mopping up the snail trail of sweat that they were all leaving, clearly. <laughs> 
Uh, and we get more of those like uh, little, you know, best in show office cutaway mm-hmm. type things, which I think that was my favorite part of the movie. These, these little interviews where they're talking to the camera. One exact, exact line. I think this is from Bull where he says, uh, he's got no shitting business on my arm wrestling table. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the trash. It's great talk. visual. That's a really good yeah. visual. Um, also, they, they, yeah, and during that director dress bit, that's also where Sly explains that turning around his hat is how he turns his arm wrestling magical powers on. I turn my hat around and I'm a truck. <laughs> See, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly what he says. <laughs> I turn into a machine. Also, uh, flourless chocolate cake is the thing I like to do in my side time. <laughs> also. All right, so now it's time to remind everyone that it is impossible to make arm wrestling interesting to look at for the finals. And definitely impossible to make peak of a movie. And everyone realizes it. Actors, viewers, directors, cinematographers at the exact (laughs) same time. You see Sylvester Stallone and this actor Bull go, oh, yeah, this is just like two guys grunting. (laughs) And the one who's winning is the one whose arm is for... And, oh, okay, and the, and the announcer guy has to deal with this too. So he has to be like, "Oh, what a move by Bill by Bull Hurley!" That uh, okay for those not familiar with the uh, intricacy of the sport of arm wrestling, uh, Bull pushed really hard to his left, his left, <laughs> like really hard. My right. Um, let me explain. They're facing each other, so left and right are. <laughs> Different for each guy. Well, he was big. There, he's his right hand to his left. See, that They're explains that. it. That's why he kept explaining what double elimination meant. He literally had nothing else to talk about. Yes, <laughs> it's like the untimed chess tournaments. Exactly. Yeah, just right. Shit right. To say. <laughs> but yeah, just to add to the suspense here, at one point their hands slip, so now they have to strap their hands together. And look. I know it's just a side note, and I'm sure arm wrestling is actually a very manly thing, but there is something really wonderful about like this totally manly, masculine, grunty, screamy movie just involving several moments where it was like, all right, now now gently hold hands. Gently. Gently. <laughs> no tickling. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. You always do that. Stop it. <laughs> okay, sorry. I won't, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. And then uh, he goes <laughs> over the... Come on. Come on. And then he goes over the top and he wins. Yep. Well, he wins, but the movie literally forgot about the 85 times they mentioned double eliminated. Right, yes, because Bull is not double eliminated. No. And Bull has not lost yet. No. And it's over. He won yes, the tournament. That's it. That's the whole fucking thing. Yes. Um, well, I guess <laughs> Sly, so happy. Sly Stallone, I guess, drew strength from the love of his son to win the match, which is literally what they were giving us at the end of the damn thing. Oh, and there's this great little moment, too, where they, you know, they raise the winner's hand at the end of, you know, a, a boxing match, a UFC fight, or apparently arm wrestling. But their hands are still tied together yes. with the leather oh, wait, strappy thing from before. <laughs> and the ref didn't think to, like, maybe raise the other hand of the winner, idiot. But they, <laughs> they have to raise the one. So him and Bull are both like, ow, okay, yeah, but him. I'm pointing to him, but I see that they're both raising their hands now. And I did it. I really, did, what was it? How does double work again? Because I'm confused <laughs> now. I've explained it to you a number of times, but no one's explained it to me clearly. Can I get the other nine refs in here to confirm about what double means? <laughs> we'll need a minute. 
And of course, Robert Loge is devastated because he realizes that his kidnapping plans will never work if if the dad is a world champion arm wrestler. Um, <laughs> but the joy that he sees on Mike's face is enough to warm even Robert Loja's icy heart. So he decides to give up on that and start kidnapping pregnant women. It's a whole thing. <laughs> All right. So, oh, and then we have the little wrap up scene where Mike and Sly are leaving in their sweet new semi truck. And now Mike can be a, a trucker instead of, successful i mean no offense to truckers but like the other thing the other option was to have a millionaire pay your way through school kid you know yeah you're not a trucker based on the amount of time you ride in a truck there's still no guarantee mike will make it to trucker (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and just to be clear the happy ending here is a one-man non-union trucking fleet (laughs) that's the win condition of this movie Yes. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, Fuck you for not being for, for being out of the union too. He's he's part of the independent truckers, is what they say earlier, which means there's a union truckers flight and he's in the not that one. Fuck you. <laughs> and yeah, no, so where we've ended now is that he's a trucker in a nicer truck. Now is the grand finale. It's a Volvo. I will give him that. It's a nice, <laughs> the... nice ass Volvo truck. And Volvo makes good trucks. I'm sure they, they do. do. They did in 1986 or whatever this was. They were still Swedish. Well, if there's anything that 195 episodes of this show has taught me, it's that there's always something worse. So to close things off tonight, my question to you is that when we finally watch a movie based on a less visually interesting type of competition than this one, (laughs) what will they be doing? Baseball. (laughs) (laughs) We watched... C-SPAN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, a movie about Stallone, like doing a filibuster would be fucking incredible. I, I would watch the shit out of that. That could be pretty good. All right. Trying to read a phone book, just Stallone for hours. My recipe for flourless chocolate cake, I feel like that was dismissed <laughs> earlier. Enough time to interview. Uh, it's got no flower. All right. And while that does it for our review of Over the Top, that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still haven't convinced anybody to pay us to not do this anymore. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Alien intrusion. Unmasking a deception. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> God. De- All right. Fine. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 195 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Alias, Citation Needed, and The Skeptic Credit, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Brian Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer Morgan Clark and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostick, I'm No Illusions promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Bull Hurley only lost one match, so the double elimination tournament is technically still going. Stay tuned for Over the Top 2, 
loser's bracket. <laughs> Once his dad was his legal guardian, the kid's name would be My Cock. And later the writers pretended that they realized that and it was an intentional joke, but bullshit. My Cock. <laughs> Next week's movie is about how alien sightings are demons. Just, you know, maybe write them in advance. Okay. I didn't, I actually did write that in advance. I kept oh, it a secret. Oh, like, did you? Uh, <laughs> it's in my secret extra notes. I see. Okay. Mango nectar. <laughs> you're, you're saying what you see. Mango nectar? Yep. Is that what you that see, Eli? When yeah, you look big... up, is the thing that you immediately see mango nectar? Yeah. I got like a gallon of mango nectar. Jesus. And I've just been drinking it during the record. Hot mango nectar. <laughs> Why don't you just get yourself a foot saw and, uh, <laughs> and a jar? Just get straight to it. You hear that? There's my mango nectar. I'm naked in my house. That's not m your problem. I, no, I'm in my house. That is, that is true. That's wear as much clothes <laughs> as I want. It's a glass door, but that's. I wanted to see how it felt to press myself. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> there was a column of light on it. <laughs> It's warm. You know how cats sleep in a sunbeam? <laughs> and you know cum? <clears throat> same guy from... This is interstitial one, yeah, this, so that's I, a I, should use the, I should use the same voice for this entire... What, what, what are you... The same guy who says interstitial one, you'll be him in character. Oh, I see. That's mm. how I would interpret what? that right now. How, what is it? How am I supposed to interpret this? Either? Is is well, I the moved around the thing. I moved around nothing. You did. Someone. I, I moved around the thing so that interstitial one would come before interstitial two. <laughs> yeah, you had it as interstitial two, doodly do one, doodly do three, interstitial one, doodly do two. Yeah, I had. do them in the order of my thoughts. Okay, so is this, sometimes you have the same thought. So it's I really, go to in the, interstitial two. Yeah, Israeli. You, you want me it's to like do an Israeli own. guy? Yes. Because of how well I do accents? Yes. Okay, I'll be an Israeli guy. I'm not going to be an Israeli guy. You have to be an Israeli guy. You're Golong, whatever something Golong, the guy who produced it. What? Oh, okay. You're selling a shitty helicopter. You got this. Boys, boys, get in here. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Golong? I got some bad news. Our lead actress just quit the movie. I don't have a voice. I don't have a fucking accent. <laughs> Eli, if you want an accent, why don't you be the accent? No, I got to do Silver Stallone. Well, so I can. Oh, you're doing your, uh, your I, Sly I can Stallone. Do, I'll do Sly Stallone. Oh, okay. So he'll do uh, Sylvester or, Stallone. Or wait. I, so the reason I've got no, to do you, an accent. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> the reason I got to do an accent is because that's more accurate to who the producer of this film actually is. Yes. Is there a joke in here anywhere that relies on me having this accent? <laughs> No. Okay, here we go. We got this. <laughs> All right. We could do... Uh, are you sure you don't want um, Heath to use his superior sliced alone voice for this one, Eli? Or are you... No, we got to keep the characters consistent. Okay. okay. I feel okay. like this should have been... <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Doodly do one. Unused. Really? Yeah. You could just drink motor oil? Yeah, I didn't say you could just drink it. I just no, said it wasn't a that's, poison. That's a big leap you made. There's <laughs> oh, no. Message heard. 
<laughs> Got it, guys. <laughs> well, if you're going to drink motor oil, Eli, make sure it's new motor oil, not used motor oil. Wow. I write, I wrote in, can you drink M? And Google filled in, can you drink motor oil? Yeah, that's because you read that story about the pastor in Africa and it remembered you doing that and you remembered you checking probably that well oh yeah no, this, yeah they, he did do that didn't he the preceding podcast was a production of puzzle and a thunderstorm llc copyright 2019 all rights reserved